Hello, America, and welcome to the program. Glad you're here. Today is an interesting day. We lost another 1,200 points in the stock market yesterday, and it's all happening because of the coronavirus, and it is finally hit here in America, and possibly in a big way. We begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I don't mean to bum you out, especially early in the day, but there is something you need to think about every night when you're not sleeping with a my pillow under your head and Giza dream sheets wrapping around you like the world's softest burrito. It's one less perfect night's sleep you're going to have in your life. That's what you should think about. Geez, why am I wasting my life like this? If you really want to spend your life, uh, you know, sleeping on sandpaper and potato sacks, I won't stop you. But there is a better way, and it's really inexpensive. My pillow. The products are really remarkable. The Giza Dream Sheets are right now. Buy one, get one free. This is the softest cotton out there. It's durable, but it's really soft. And it gets softer every time you sleep in it and every time you wash it. Mike Lindell is the owner of MyPillow, and he wants you to have buy one, get one free, which is basically a 50% discount. It's unbelievable at MyPillow.com. New radio listener specials is what you need to look for when you go to the website and you click on that. You buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets and you get the second one free. There's also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, uh, including the pillows and everything else. So enter the promo code BECK or call them at 800-966-3117 and get the great radio specials right now at MyPillow.com promo code BECK. All right. All right, so uh, let's talk about the coronavirus. First of all, let me just say this. Don't freak out. Uh, Don't panic. Don't worry. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. No, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. What does that mean? Don't do the Glenn Beck. Don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. Don't panic. Don't do that because we know what that means. That means the opposite of good things. When you're freaked out about something, <laughs> when you're freaked out about something, that means uh, there's a good chance everything's going to turn out okay in the end. When you're just like, oh, don't worry. Just be calm. Just prepare. It's no big deal. Just prepare. That's when like the stock market goes down 15,000 points and everyone starts jumping off of buildings to, you know, to stop the suffering. That is what happens in these situations. And I don't, I, I, please don't tell me you're there. Please don't tell me you're there. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I came home last night and there were jars of spaghetti sauce on my counter. And I looked at my wife and I said, what the hell is that? She said, what are you talking about? And I said, what is that? And she had tuna fish and everything. She said, that's to make sure that we have we're stocked up on stuff. And I said, no, no, no that and i pointed to the spaghetti sauce and she said oh well that's full-fledged panic because we don't have (laughs) jarred spaghetti sauce okay she's an italian the last time i had it was the first time any any spaghetti sauce from a jar the first time she ever came over to my house um we were dating and she said i said you want to go out someplace and she said i don't know and i said you want to come over to my place? We could just make something. She said, sure. Do you have stuff to make spaghetti? And I said, yeah. She said, you have stuff to make sauce? 
yeah. And I walked into the kitchen and uh, she walked in with me and I had to get on the phone and I was talking to somebody on the phone and I saw her in the kitchen holding the jar of ragu and she was reading it and she was holding a pan in one hand and the jar of ragu on the other reading the directions. And I said, I put my hand over the phone and I said, what's wrong? And she said, I just opened this, put it in the pan and heat it up and that's it. And I said, yeah, that was the last time she had took (laughs) one bite of that. And she's like, never again. So she makes all of our sauce to see five jars of spaghetti sauce on my counter was not a good sign. That was the Italian in my wife going, okay, we're going to have spaghetti, but we're probably going to have to cook it on open fires. So, <laughs> so uh, I understand the fear. I also will tell you that I have pulled my money out of the stock market. Um, and um, I, am, I am somebody who has grown uh, to take a little more risk. But we have lost about 13% in market value in just this week. And I think we're at the very beginning of it. Um, I think by the end of next week, maybe today, it's already down 400 points. It hasn't opened yet. Uh, But I think we could lose 20%, which I'd be willing to endure. You know, we, we have to look at the stock market has been unreasonable. In my opinion, it's been unreasonable. Uh, and if you look how much we've gained in the last three years, we haven't lost any of that. Now, we've lost a lot. But since Trump has come in, we're not even we're not close yet. When he came in, I think it was at 20,000 or 21,000 uh, as the Dow. So we haven't lost a lot. We've lost some gains, but that's probably was going to happen at some point anyway. But I'm beginning to think that this is possibly the thing that I've been saying prepare for with it coming in a completely different package. Uh, And Stu is right. It always is concerning. Stu's with me. Stu and Pat have been with me since the 1990s. And the only time anyone around me freaks out is when I say when a crisis is happening. And I say, don't worry, we're going to make it through. Don't worry, we're going to be fine. Because because your weird perspective is like some eternal thing. It's like (laughs) you're almost talking biblically when you say that. (laughs) We're going to make it through. No, but I'm really not. It's like I'm not the guy you want. I say this is the best example. You do not want me on the first half of the journey of the Titanic. You don't want me. Because I've counted all the lifeboats. And I'm like... You know, the engine is running uh, at full speed. We're going too fast. We're headed towards icebergs. And has anybody else counted the lifeboats? If something goes wrong, we ain't making it. You don't want and me. We're, we're at like, yeah, we're at dinner. Yeah. We're at dinner trying to enjoy that. We got dancing coming up. We're right. all dressed up in nice tuxes. Right. We're like, ah, the lifeboats. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what up. are you guys? What are you guys doing? What are you paying attention? We are headed towards uh, 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 an iceberg. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. And everybody, nobody wants to hang around me. However, the minute we hit the iceberg, I'm mentally prepared. And so I go into the don't worry about it. Women and children get into the lifeboats. 
strike up the band and uh gentlemen let's have cigars and put on our tuxedos let's go down like gentlemen i'm that guy so for me to be this that guy right now because i'm kind of i kind of am like gentlemen put on your tuxedos and is there a is there a band anywhere i kind of feel like that today and that could be disturbing (laughs) that could be very disturbing if my pattern continues maybe i'm just completely out of touch no, I, I I think that it's funny because you were obviously way ahead on this talking. You did a special on it last week when I mean you know it was a news story, but it wasn't. No, that we were big talking of a news about story, this really for yet. weeks, weeks. We've been leading up to that, this, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And so it, it, it's interesting to see that. I mean, you listen to just the the way this is playing out, and I think at this point a lot of people are still sort of you know panicking about I, I don't want to go anywhere and get it. And it's like, well, the chances of you getting it, you know, are obviously getting higher and higher and higher. And there's a good chance that a lot of people get it. And it's not necessarily about that or that you might die from it. Some people obviously have and and more will. But it's not like a high percentage death rate, mortality rate, anything like that. It's just the fact of like, look at the disturbance that's going to happen. The economy is is a big factor there. Your tr- your travel, the events that you have planned. I mean, we, we we I was thinking about this this morning. Tomorrow, there is a there's an event that's going to repeat itself for the next six months, um, which is a bunch of people getting in in the very close area, standing in line, going into little booths and press and all touching the same buttons. Right? It's called voting, and that is going to happen tomorrow. Then it's Super Tuesday. And then you have all these other primaries after that. Is there? Is this one of those things where people are going to be like, you know what? Honestly, like I, I all these not. Democrats are are similar, and <laughs> screw it, I'm not going. That could change the outcome of the you know of who is the nominee. I really uh, think there's a chance that this changes uh, America forever, and I don't mean this spring. I mean by this time next year. You have to remember this. There's some there's a couple of new things that have happened. First of all, um, yesterday we told you that the first patient that recovered and got it again had been identified in uh, Japan. Now we're hearing that it's about 14 percent of the people who have recovered in China and in Asia are getting it again. If you get it a second time. You are looking at a 30%. This is what they believe. A 30% death rate. Now, that's 10 times the death rate in, uh, in China. It's about 3% death rate in China and in Asia. In the United States, it's zero. But in the rest of the world, it's about 1 to maybe 0.8 at the lowest. So it's stronger than the flu um, but it is still not horrible and but you're looking now if those if that 10 percent increase um, continues you're you know you're looking at 10 percent of everybody in the west that gets it a second time will die now again this is not generally with children it is really super hard uh, um, targeting 70 plus those are the ones that are really dying. Our grandparents and our parents are the ones who are in real danger here. Um, I was thinking about my my father-in-law. He's got, you know, kidney issues, lung and heart issues. And if he would get it, he would be prime. 
anyone with diabetes, anyone with lung or heart uh, issues, anybody who has smoked their whole life. Those are the real targets. But the problem is, is this is infecting people at such a high rate that the number you don't have a very good chance of dying. But the number of people that get it is making that number uh, it could make that number crazy, uh, especially if it mutates. Remember, if if 60 percent of the population of the entire world gets it, even at a one percent death rate, that is a huge number of deaths. The real problem that I see right now is the stock market um, and the stock market. If if the stock market continues to drop like it has, um, it's not because we're freaking out. It's because the giant corporations understand there is a disruption in the uh, in the in the global trade remember we're all tied together mutually assured economic destruction that was the plan to stop us from nuking each other and so you have now something that is is interrupting banking and shipping and and global trade the world has never seen the second largest manufacturer the second largest uh, shipping logistics, uh, the second largest consumer country go down and close for business for six months. We've never seen that before. Add on top of that, you have now Europe closing its doors. You have Europe now saying, don't, uh, you know, don't go out and shop. Don't go out and, and congregate. Don't go out to restaurants. Don't go to the airports, whatever it is. Now you have Europe and we're going to be the last in line. If we go down because we're sick and we're not going out and buying things or making things. You have a economic disaster. You have I mean, how are you going to pay your mortgage if you're. How are you going to pay your rent if you're working at McDonald's and no one's going to McDonald's and so McDonald's is closed and you're not getting your hourly wage? How am I going to get paid if if you're not buying things? You know, if my advertisers are like, you know, for instance, the steel in these X chairs come from China. If they can't get the steel from China to make these X chairs, they can't sell more. So. What happens? It's just this food chain that spirals out of control. That's why the stock market is freaking out right now, because the big companies know we're not going to hit any of our we're not going to hit any of our goals this year. That's the thing that really concerns me. That's the thing at this point that concerns me by this time, I should say by fall of next year. If we don't have a vaccine, then I would really start to worry about this virus. Um, If it doesn't die out in the summer, it should. But there are indications now that it might. It may not be seasonal. If it doesn't die out in the summer, 
and give us some rest to prepare and to really be uh, locked down and we don't get a virus uh, or we don't get a vaccine by by fall this thing will be everywhere and if the death rate and we can't figure out how to make sure we are making antibodies in it if we have no defense against this it's just going to keep culling people and culling people and culling people uh and that's an that's obviously an issue uh and obviously an issue for a republic that is on the verge of a radical, radical revolution as it is, the first uh, medicine shortage, the first shortage of, of specific medicine that they won't say what it is at this point has just happened in America. The CDC won't release what, which medicine it is, but there is one shortage right now. You have to remember, antibiotics, 99.7% of all of our antibiotics are made in China. That happened under Clinton and under Bush, and it has to be reversed. More in just a second. Let me tell you about Car Shield. A lot of things to worry about today. The one thing you don't have to worry about is, man, if your car goes down, especially in this atmosphere, your car goes down. Do you have $1,000 just to repair your car? And if your car goes down, you don't have $1,000. What do you do? How are you getting to work? Your car goes down. You have your last $1,000. You have to give it to the people while it's in the shop. How are you affording to rent a car to be able to get to and fro work? This is why you have Car Shield. This is why I have Car Shield, and it has come in uh, and saved my butt several times. CarShield.com. Rates as low as $99 a month. You have nothing to lose on this. Get covered by Car Shield today. 800 Car 6000. Mention the promo code Beck or visit CarShield.com. Use the promo code Beck. Save 10% now. That's CarShield.com. Promo code Beck. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, we have a patient now. By the way, this is not our coronavirus update. Our update happens at the top of hour three. Every- Did you just cough? <laughs> Sorry, no. It's, it's, everything's fine. Okay. Everything's fine, guys. Wait, that's what fine. they said in Dude, that d- Stephen King movie, often- The Stand. They're like, no, no, it's everything's <laughs> fine. Ah! Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, How often, when when you cough, do you see pieces of your lung come out? Is that normal or oh, totally normal? Uh, totally normal. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, enjoy CPAC. <laughs> come see me at CPAC today, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So let me give you some. You know, I've got two minutes. Let me give you some good news. And this, I can tell you for a fact. Anyone who is talking about socialized medicine, we're about to prove that wrong. China, any of these Norwegian companies or countries, they are not going to provide the vaccine. I guarantee you this vaccine will come from one of two countries, the United States of America or Israel. The United States of America already has one in testing in human trials. Yesterday, 
Israeli scientists say that they have uh, developed the first vaccine against this. They say in the next few weeks, we will have it and ready to go. It is going to be one of those two uh, democracies, those two free centers of 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 science and thinking and not giant uh, government oppressed uh, medical technology that are going to cure this. They will find the vaccine. Our vaccine is completely different than anything else we've ever done. The Israeli vaccine uh, is actually, they believe, will be able to make us, it, it will trick our body in, in some sort of way that is way beyond me, to make uh, antibodies for this. So you, would, you can get it and not get it again. That's really seemingly very critical. Now, more information on this. We have a first patient in California with no links to anybody in China, never been there. They're now monitoring 8,500 people just in California for this. The good news is there's no tests yet. There's not enough tests that are being made. More in a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. An X chair. This is... This is the best chair. I mean, this should be a dentist chair. Really should. Because I hang on to a dentist chair. I'm not good at the dentist. I hang on to the dentist chair. And this, I would fall asleep in. This is the most comfortable chair. The patented dynamic variable lumbar support has 10 different settings in this chair. It's called an X chair. It's what you and anyone around you needs for a comfortable workday. And with X-Chair's 30-day guarantee of satisfaction, you have zero risk. Now, most companies can't make that kind of offer, but most companies aren't X-Chair. So don't get less than the best. Get the X-Chair today. X-Chair on sale now for $100 off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-Chair. Go to xchairbeck.com. Get uh, a free set of the new X wheels if you use the promo code Beck at xchairbeck.com. Make sure to go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks on your Blaze TV subscription. You can watch the coronavirus special we were just talking about right now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to Friday. We have Bill O'Reilly coming up in just a minute. Also, we'll have more on the coronavirus, including the things that you're supposed to do, that you need to do. If you don't have hand sanitizer with you now at all times, you should. And I'm not a big proponent of hand sanitizer, but the biggest Mm. thing that you can do is wash your hands. Mm -hmm. Wash your hands. Stay away from people who are sick. This This is just like the flu. Uh, and in fact, the results of getting it are about the same as the flu. It's maybe 10 times uh, worse. I think it's 0.1% people die from the flu. That's still a big number. 65,000 people last year uh, that died from the regular flu. But nobody was freaking out about it because it's normal. It's normal. Now, this could be, you know, let's just say it is 1%. If the same number of people get it as the flu, then maybe you're 
I don't know, maybe you're looking at 100,000 or 120,000 people that die. That is a lot of people. But you probably have a much better chance of falling out of a window that was put in poorly in a skyscraper than dying from this unless you're 70 or 80 and you have problems. Mm -hmm. If you're healthy, you probably won't get it. The biggest thing that you have to or you you could get it, but you you won't die from it. Um, The biggest thing you can do is hand sanitizer. We'll give you more on this coming up in just a second. I think it'd be a good idea not to shake hands. I think as a country, we should stop shaking hands for a while. Because that's how it spreads. That's one way. I mean, being sneezed on, too, is another way. But they say if you... It's it's basically hands and touching things. Going in and touching things. You know, they're already taking precautions in in certain areas. Like um, at the Missionary Training Center in in Provo, Mm -hmm. uh, where my daughter is right now. Uh, they're telling people, don't shake hands. Don't shake anybody's hand. Don't bump their fists. Don't shake their hands. Don't touch anybody. Don't touch anybody. So they're they're already trying to... Oh, what is this, the Mike Pence mind. rule? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and it's he, a Mike really good Pence got this, has this rule. Just don't touch women. <laughs> Just don't touch them. Don't touch them. What a freak. Don't fall into bed with your clothes flying off with them either. That's a really good safety tip. Uh, by the way, Stu, I want to get the r- results of the latest polls because things are changing in the polls uh, right now for Super Tuesday and for South Carolina. But I just want to play this because, remember, these are the people that one man, one vote. You can, We can't have this crazy system where states, uh, you know, they pull all of their people. And what about the one person that voted for Bernie Sanders? What is this stupid system that we've used for 200 years that has made <laughs> us the most stable democracy ever in the history of the world? Okay. So here's the Obama advisor, former Obama advisor, talking about how this really works. Don't panic. Listen. Bernie is moving the goalposts. This is what people need to remember. Uh, The Democratic Party has a party. The party decides its nominee. Mm -hmm. The public doesn't really decide the nominee. The public gets to vote for president of the United States. But people who are active in the party, who participate in the party, they decide the nominee. Mm -hmm. Superdelegates are very influential in the party. Mm -hmm. Also, delegates are very influential. And just because you're a pledged delegate for Bernie Sanders or a pledged Mm -hmm. delegate for Joe Biden doesn't mean when you get to the convention floor that you'll stay a delegate for Biden or Sanders. That's oh. a process. And so it is a process to to pick the candidate who wants to be the standard bearer for the party to try to win in November. Mm. And so Bernie got to understand that process. And it's, it's a real ah. selective and detailed process. In 2008, the Obama campaign from the very beginning focused on the delegate process because we knew it all was going to come down to the delegates, who's committed to you, who wants to be on your team at the end, mm-hmm. and do you really feel like they can be elected? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I just want to repeat what he said. It's not the people that pick. It's the delegates that pick. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the most incredible statements you've heard? I mean, mm-hmm. from that party. I've known that. We've all known that. But from the party who is saying, you know, the people, the people, the people, they are the worst out of the two parties. 
They make by sure far. by far, by far, those super delegates, the Democrats don't, or the Republicans don't have anything like that. Ridiculous. And it was put in during the Reagan administration because the Democrats saw that and went, you know what? A freak boy could stand up and change the party like Ronald Reagan did. The uh, the Republicans, we can't allow that to happen. So they have put in all of these measures to make sure that people like Bernie Sanders never get in. That's why Bernie is not going on the delegates. That's why Bernie is a revolutionary, because he knows in the end, the only way to get in as the nominee is to scare the Democratic Party. And I think the city of Wisconsin so badly that they just are like, just go with him. Just go with him because he'll set everything on fire. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's just I, one of those things, too, where, you know, it, part of this is a level of, you know, it, it's there. The possibility is there. Like, for the, for example, the Electoral College, like, you don't, those people could theoretically change who they, you know, the, who they vote for, right? Like, if they're not, it, it's a weird process. And there's some of it is just a technicality, right? They're, they're, they're indicating it's more than that with Sanders. And that's mm-hmm. certainly what the Sanders people believe, that it's not just this technicality where, well, of course, they'll go there and it, they, they could theoretically change their vote, but they're not going to. If they start really doing that and they have their pledge to Sanders and start voting for other candidates, first of all, that's, you know, largely Sanders fault. But also, I mean, you're talking like, uh, you know, burning down cities like the, the, mm-hmm. the, I mean, we've already seen mm-hmm. you, I watched the open of your special the other night on Bernie Sanders, Glenn. We've already seen what people get can do when they get out of control and they're Sanders supporters. They start <sighs> shooting people at baseball fields. God only knows what the heck could happen if they started if, if he actually legitimately won this election and they tried to take it away from him in that way. Oh, I they're going to they be they'll be burning cities down. They're threatening right now. They will burn city after city to the ground. Uh, and and what are you going to do about it? And this, it's not just these free a, f- a few freaks in the Bernie Sanders uh, campaign. There's a ton of these organizers that believe this stuff. What's worse is the people at the head of his party or the, of his campaign. They're all radicals. All of them are radicals, revolutionaries, communists. It's 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 interesting. It's why the moniker Bernie Bros is so ridiculous. No, it's they're more like Bernie Bolsheviks. Yeah, the, and we should treat them as such because they're everyone, frightening. Everyone should start calling them Bernie Bol- Bolsheviks. This Bernie Bros thing mm. just it makes is it trying, sound like fun. Yeah, it's just oh, oh boys will bros. be boys. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not like that. These no. are radical extremists. These are Bolsheviks, and they will come. They're brown shirts. And they will come mm-hmm. and they will hurt you. As we have seen over and over again, the intimidation tactics. Look at how many Democrats who are prominent. Uh, and, you know, I could I could name three of them right now. But that, to me, is enough to show you anybody who is feeling like, wait a minute, I'm on your side. How come you're beating me up? How come you're isolating me? Why are you why are you gang raping people uh, digitally? online and destroying their lives i'm a democrat too mm-hmm. you're seeing it with the with the culinary union in las vegas remember especially with vegas when it comes to unions that's the mob okay they're the ones that are the the leg breakers they are the ones that scare people for the union to be afraid of the bernie bolsheviks that should tell you something when they can come on and say, oh, yeah, you're a labor union. 
We're not afraid of you. Come on. Bring your baseball bats and your mob tactics. Come on. Bring it on. That should tell you who these people are. Yeah. Well, and he openly says it's a revolution. Yeah. And and then when you call him on it, he oh, it's a, it's a it's a political revolution. It's a it's a voting revolution. No, no it's not. not. No, it no, isn't. It's not. No, it's not. That's a lie. It's an actual revolution. Stu, what is the uh, uh, what are the what are, what are the poll numbers saying? I mean, they have turned in a major way for Joe Biden over the past couple of days uh, in South Carolina. He had a poll that was up 15, which was the first kind of sign that it had turned. changed a little bit. But, you know, one really? poll, you don't know. Huh. Yeah. Then he listen to this last batch of polls. Uh, Biden plus seven. Biden plus 18. Biden plus 20. Mm. Biden plus nine. One of them has Biden only plus four. Biden plus mm. 17. Biden plus 28. Wow. wow. I mean, if he starts winning wow. in that sort of range, it could actually the, change. He's back in yeah. the mix. Are we seeing anything a, on the Super line. Tuesday numbers? Have you seen those <laughs> any any new polls out? We've seen new polls out. We haven't seen a major change in them. Um, they've been relatively stable with St- Sanders with an unimpressive lead. He's leading in all of these states. Of course, the big thing is he's leading in California and looks really strong there. And oh, there's like so California many, is insane. Uh, wow. And it's so big. But I there's mean, so many there's delegates. so many delegates there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the way that they, they run these things with running them proportionally, it's hard to rack up a big lead unless you're winning state after state after state after state. You know, Biden is close enough in some of these states that if he has a big win in South Carolina tomorrow, there's a chance that he can make an impact in these states. Some of them have a lot of early voting, which is going to hurt him. But bottom line is, you know, if if he can run up, um, stay close and just get a lot of delegates and show that he can be the moderate lane alternative to Sanders, he's got a chance to actually continue this thing, which is surprising after mm-hmm. the first couple of states. I mean, it looked like I, yeah, it I thought there was a chance he might drop out after New Hampshire yeah, with a fifth place so finish. Well, that's so true. Yeah, and here he is making. I mean, if well, he really this? does this, he got the the big uh, endorsement yesterday. If he can make a you know a double digit 15, 20 point win, that that could change the tide enough for him to stay in this thing for a while, and enough to at least make it to a brokered convention that is not so definitive in Bernie Sanders' favor. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. if he sweeps on Super Tuesday, he's forty percent there. Uh, and that's well, yeah, that, the 40 percent of the delegates are out there. Yeah. yeah, that's I mean, he's he he's going to any candidate that gets over 15 percent is going to get some delegates. So he's not going to get that high, but he'll he could open up a big enough lead that, you know, the only person who's going to be able to have a chance to stop him would be Bloomberg because everyone else is not going to be able, they're not going to be able to raise any money. So yeah. Bloomberg is the only person who's going to be able to do anything. And look, the, the Democrats don't want Bloomberg quite clearly. They could deal with Biden if he could just learn how to speak again. Um, I but, think you know, you're Bloomberg, going to they find don't want. you're going to find half the Democrats, hopefully more than half the Democrats, suddenly finding a newfound love and tongue kiss Michael Bloomberg all over uh, to, to because they, if they see him as the block to Bernie Sanders, the others are going to fall right in line. I mean, Wouldn't you're going to have, a, to to have a, a totalitarian block to the socialist. <laughs> Love that. so great. Oh, what a great party. Oh, what a party. Yeah. That's fun. All right. You know, this is my topic at CPAC tomorrow, and I'm going to do something um, 
that I've never seen at CPAC before. <laughs> I've never seen at CPAC. Might be a little controversial. Uh, but uh, CPAC tomorrow, this is my topic. Socialism and capitalism and uh, time to choose, gang. All right, living without home security is not only rolling the dice with your safety and the safety of your family and the safety of your things, but also it's unnecessary. Only two out of five houses in the United States have home security, and yet some some houses are broken into every 27 seconds. Now, I don't like those odds, and I will tell you this. If this coronavirus, if these shortages come and everything else that they're talking about, you are going to need home security. You're going to need it. Please look into Simply Safe. It's going to save you a whole lot of money. There's nothing on the market that is that is as good as Simply Safe, in my opinion, and as priced as reasonably as Simply Safe, and doesn't have a contract. You own it. Control your life. Protect your family. Protect your goods. It's simplysafebeck.com. Get a free Simply Safe security camera now, normally $100. Order today and you'll get it free at simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So, Stu, do you want to do you want to hear the uh, sensitive government United Kingdom report called COVID-19 reasonable worst case scenario or not? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. But no, I kind of don't. Yeah, I, I want to be- I want to let you know this is not going to improve your mood. <laughs> this is not something yeah. you're like, oh, man. And it's Friday. Okay, I just want to. Okay, the figures are in a sensitive government report called COVID-19 reasonable worst case scenario, and it predicts the infection rates will snowball for two to three months once the bug starts spreading. We are in that place now. So they're predicting that it will go for about three months and it will blanket everyone, including in their what they call their reasonable worst case scenario. They say four in five Brits uh, could become infected by coronavirus. They are now saying more than 50 million people in the UK alone will catch coronavirus. Could, in their worst case scenario, reasonable worst case scenario. The current planning assumption for a reasonable worst case scenario is that two to three percent of uh, symptomatic cases will result in a fatality. Mostly the elderly or those with pre-existing illnesses would be killed in this scenario, according to the health sources. This means with 80% of the population being infected, that up to 500,000 people in Great Britain alone will be killed. My gosh. And and this is coming from their actual. This is a government document. Random guy. Yeah. This is a government document that is saying, you know, worst case scenario, but a reasonable one. I mean, worst case scenario is we're going to be eating human flesh. Okay, (laughs) the reasonable worst scenario is this. So they're saying we don't think this is going to happen, but this is what we have to prepare for. That's stunning. Well, first of all, we don't know. I mean, I've never had human flesh. We don't know what it tastes like. It might not be a worst case scenario. I mean, hey, I've never had dog. Who am I to judge? You know what I mean? We don't know. Never had bat. Um, But (laughs) what does that translate to in the United States? Uh, Do the math. If you do those same numbers and you're doing, let's see, 80% of the population getting it and 2% of the the people who get it dying, 
That's, I mean, geez, that's that's north of five million. I, I mean, I can't even. It's, not, it's a world I can't even comprehend. Honestly, I can't even. It's not even worth thinking about because I. Okay. I the but real, that's a, that's the a actual stats and everything else coming up in an hour from now. Don't miss our coronavirus every day on the third hour. Bill O'Reilly is coming up next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, New Year deserves a new pair of Tecovis boots. Start strong with that feeling of confidence and comfort that only comes with a real high-quality pair of Western boots. Even if you've never worn cowboy boots before, Tecovis has the perfect pair for you. Tecovis boots, they're made to honor the cowboy in all of us. And I don't care where you live, there is a part of you that's cowboy, honorable in your daily dealings, authentic in the way we live, committed to the ideals that built the greatness that is America. And every pair is handmade with high-quality, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers with no shortcuts or compromises ever. The styles are classic and handsome up any room they're in, and when you wear your Tecovis, I mean, you shouldn't kick down any doors, but it's good to know that you probably could. Tecovis, they haven't forgotten about middle America. Instead, they cut out the middleman, so you pay a fair price. Plus, free shipping and exchanges makes it simple. So find your pair at tecovis.com slash Beck. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Tecovis, Western goods for new frontiers. Hello, America. It's Friday. So glad that you've tuned in today. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is here. We're going to check in with him on the, the, the polls, what's happening in South Carolina this weekend, Super Tuesday next, next week, the insanity of a socialist that is actually looks like it could be the nominee, Bernie Sanders, not just a socialist, but a revolutionary, a Marxist revolutionary, Bernie's bros, which I think should be called Bernie's Bolsheviks. We have all of that. And don't forget our coronavirus update in one hour from now. Next is the Glenn Beck program. Bill O'Reilly. All right. Well, it looks like coronavirus is not going to turn into the Black Plague, uh, which is nice. This is nice. It is deeply affecting us, however, and I really want you to pay attention here for the next minute. Coronavirus, we have two black swan events coming up. If you don't know what a black swan event is, that is something that is really not likely to happen, but has huge ramifications. And so stock markets and companies, if they're smart, they prepare for black swan events. Well, we have two going on right now. Very low probability, high impact. One, coronavirus. This thing looks like it's going to spread all over the world. Uh, the worst case scenarios are unimaginable. The worst case reasonable scenarios are unimaginable. But the best case scenarios still impact us financially. They're going to affect a lot of people. But the biggest impact in your life most likely will come through the global, you know, trade going out the window. And look at our stock market. The second black swan event, low likelihood of happening, high impact, is a socialist revolutionary being nominated by one of the two parties. We have these two black swans happening right now. I've always told you I'll stop telling you about gold as soon as the world starts to look like it's not insane. 
It's more insane today than it ever has been. Stu, look at the price of gold. Can you look at it for me? I think it was at sure. 1700 uh, what, a week ago or uh, five days ago. Gold is the standard for when the world goes insane. Please consider buying gold today. Now, you say you can't afford it. I have asked Goldline to come up with something called the accumulation program. That's for people who just say, I can't afford, you know, $800 or $1,000 for gold. I can't. I don't have it. Fine. Goldline has put together an accumulation program. It's a simple three-step process. You can sign up online today, and in less than five minutes, Goldline can begin helping you determine the best way to secure your future against uncertainty. Now, for a limited time, Goldline is offering a free silver coin for any accumulation of $200 a month and above. So you have nothing to lose, and this is something you can afford. Please look into securing your future. The money that is going to need to be printed in a medium case scenario to whether this storm is possibly going to have real ramifications. Call Goldline right now at 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE, or go to their website, goldline.com, and click on the link at the top of the page for their monthly accumulation program and find out all about it today. That's goldline.com, 1-866-GOLDLINE. Bill O'Reilly, welcome, sir. How are you? I'm all right. Um, you know, I'm just trying to absorb everything in a calm, methodical yeah. manner. You know me. Yep, me too. I, You know, I feel strangely calm, which is not good uh, when it comes for me, because uh, that usually means, oh, crap, it's about to hit the fan. Um, but I, I don't think that this is going to pile up bodies in the streets that we're not going to be able to bury, you know, that kind of stuff. But I do, I am very concerned about the economic instability just because of the effect that the lack of global trade is going to have. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I I mean, I think that the economy is going to now uh, stall for a little while and uh, until this virus thing is clearer, gets defined in a more clear way. But I agree with you. It's not the bubonic plague. It's not Ebola. Um... Even if people contract it, uh, they aren't going to die unless they're old and, and their immune system shot. Um, I mean, you are so, in the I don't mean this to be. Look, I have a autoimmune disorder. Uh, you know, I'm 55, 55, 56 years old. Uh, so I'm kind of on the edge. You age wise, you're in good health, but you age wise are closer to the target. Um, does it, does, does it affect you any differently? Cause are you doing anything? I mean, Bernie Sanders is a guy who's shaking hands all the time, speaking to crowds, has a heart problem and is in his seventies. I mean, that's, he's doing, he's got all of them against him, everything against him. Yeah. I haven't changed any part of my lifestyle at all. I'm not afraid of getting coronavirus. Yeah. I don't feel that the contagion is in the United States and seeking me out. So I do where I'm going to see the Islanders play the Bruins tomorrow. Um, You know, and I tell everyone you don't panic and you know, you're seeing panic now in, in the stock market, you're seeing it. So it's pretty 
terrible, isn't it? And you don't want to participate or be panicked. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be cautious. Um, I wouldn't. You know, I go to Mass every Sunday. Well, you used to shake hands. So you have a little part in the Mass where you wish peace and shake it. Well, the church basically says, well, you don't have to do that anymore. You can just wave at the people. Right. Okay? That's right. fine. Yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but at this point, I told my listeners I signed on uh, BillOReilly.com, the way to handle it is not to participate in the panic. Yes. You, know, you don't have to participate in that. Yes. I mean, if you want to go in and, and buy um, 18,000 cans of Franks and beans, I, I'm not going to stop you, but I don't know if that's a great investment. So just live your life and, you know, pray for the people who contract it. And I believe that it will um, settle down fairly quickly. And then by summer, it, it will be um, not a day-to-day factor. This is my belief. I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. Okay. Um, there's, I, I think, that, you know, I keep telling my family, Bill, we're going on a cruise in four weeks. And, you know, I keep getting calls. Are we going to go? Are we going to go? I don't know. Right now, yeah, we, we're not going to Italy. Um, you know, that's off the board. I don't know. I know that in four weeks, so much could happen that it'll be very, very clear, uh, on what's, what's happening. So there's no reason to, you know, I said yesterday when it comes to travel, you know, I have a friend who said, I don't know if I want to go to Disney world. And I said, well, wait until the last minute to decide. And he's like, yeah, I have to leave tonight. And I said, well, then you have to decide whether you're going to go or not, but you don't, you, if you have plans for now, you know, or a few weeks from now, a couple of months from now, you know, over the summer, don't change anything. Don't change anything because you don't know. And the answer yeah, will be here. Yeah. And, and look, these are personal decisions that people have to make. Yes. And I would never tell anybody take the trip or not take oh, the no, trip. No, I agree. All I can tell you is what I'm going to do. Yeah. All right. So I'm taking it day by day. And if it's Wednesday and things are calm, then I'm going on the trip. Right. If, if five people are dead in my street and there's a cart throwing <laughs> them in the cart. Bring out the dead. Yeah. Right. I may, I may then <laughs> You may say, did anybody buy Franks and beans on the street? You might say that. Um, you know, I, there's a little guy going around with a little cart. Yeah. They used to sell hot dogs. Now they're selling freeze-dried food. Right. So <laughs> right. You can, so, you can adjust. And, and strangely, my dog is missing. Yes. Right. Yes. I got it. I got it. Okay. Right. Um, all right. So can we talk a little bit about the stock market? You say this is panic. You don't think that there's, uh, I mean, what is what is happening just even because of panic? These companies are looking at it and saying, all right. For instance, the Daniel Craig movie. This is just one. The Daniel Craig movie coming out. Um, I think they're actually talking about moving the opening. Um, and this is what really pisses me off about the coronavirus. I mean, my children could die. OK, that's bad. But you're delaying the James Bond movie. It's the last one with Daniel Craig. Um, the uh, uh, the they're saying now this could be a box office disaster because people may not want to go to the movie theaters. That's just a chain of events that now the the restaurants are going down. So all of these companies are having to 
come back and say, hey, our 2020 predictions or, or projections, we need to lower those expectations. And that is probably wise, don't you think? I don't know if it's wise. I mean, uh, if I'm running a company, and I am, um, BillOReilly.com, I'm, I'm basically doing what I always do, and I'm applying a discipline to the presentation. The only thing I've done is um, printed up masks, facial masks, with BillOReilly.com on them, <laughs> so you can put them across your nose, and then I get a little advertising. Right. Sure, um, sure. You know, you always don't think I haven't thought of that. Society. <laughs> Uh, but look, if, if the dopey people, uh, that are putting out the James Bond movie want to delay it, cause they don't think people are going to go to the movies. I think that's a little extreme. You know, I think as you just said, you wait and you see what is going to happen. Remember Ebola, everybody was going to die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ebola. And, and that was, and then all of a sudden, uh, a month later it was, well, where's the Ebola? Right. Um, you know, hopefully that'll happen here. Yep. Same thing will happen. Um, so, yes, will it be ep- ep- economic repercussions? There will be. I hope they're not severe. The, um, people have to live. The economy's strong in the United States. Uh, consumers have money in their pockets. Um, and let's just hope that this thing subsides quickly so it isn't the damage doesn't affect the country negatively. Let's talk about the country and the, what the president did this week. Um, I, he has okayed money. Romney, of course, says not enough. Uh, Democrats, yeah. of course, are saying not enough. Uh, I mean, nobody knows what the number is. Not enough. I know the military is now being considered to be moved in to help uh, things like masks, making masks. 3M is stretched to the limit. There are just the people who make the the stretchy rubber, you know, band thing on the back. They're in 24/7 production right now for those masks. They're way behind in production, and the government is seemingly moving to get things done. We're the most prepared in the world. What can the president do and how bad is this going to get politically with people that will shamefully use this against him? Well, I think the last sentence that you just said is the, is what people should look at. I mean, it seems to me the uh, federal government is responding in an appropriate way at this point. Um, you know that the Trump hate brigades want the economy to be bad. They do that, and they say, oh, this might be a good opportunity for the economy to tank, and then Trump won't be there anymore. We'll get him out. That's absolutely in play. That's pretty nasty, I think. Yeah, it is. This is a it's happening. This is a national. See it. Yeah, this is a possible national. Um, this is a September 11th, if it turns into anything. Yeah, everybody should be working together right now. Right. He had a press conference. He was lucid in the press conference. Pence is in charge of overall, uh, you know, observation, oversight on it. I think the health people were very uh, articulate. They think they understand what's happening. Um, it looks like everything's in place. I mean, I have to tell you, I don't care what Mitt Romney says at all. 
No, neither do I. Mitt Romney has now gone into the Chuck Schumer category. He's in that category where whatever he says doesn't matter to me because I don't believe a word of it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe anything Mitt Romney says at this point in history. Nothing. So you can go blank yourself, Mitt. And I liked him in the past. I went to a Red Sox game with him a few years ago and his family. But right now, he's not looking out for me. and He's not looking out for the country. He's looking out for this crazy obsession he has to hurt Donald Trump. All right, let's switch. So at this point, politics is politics. And people should accept the fact that the Trump haters are happy that he might get hurt by this. And they're not going to cooperate or tell you the truth. If you think you're going to put CNN on and get the truth about yeah. the coronavirus, you're insane. That's really it's such a dangerous time. Such a dangerous right. time to not have trust in, in institutions and, so and, and You go media. to the blaze or you go to BillOReilly.com, yeah. and we're going to tell you the truth. All right. I don't, look, I'm never going to spin anything that has to do with public health. Ever. Yeah. All right, so there it is. At least in this country, you have options. All right, so I want to switch gears, and I want to go to Bernie Sanders and his campaign, and then the primaries, et cetera, et cetera. We'll do that beginning in one minute with Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. He's got a new book out. I'm skeptical, very skeptical, because I am a very big fan of uh, Crazy Horse, and his latest book that he's working on now is Killing Crazy Horse, and you can get that. Also, while you're there... Pick up Arguing with Socialists that comes out, my latest book, uh, April 7th. You can pre-order it now at Amazon.com. Somewhere in America, within the sound of my voice right now, there's a man sitting on his horse. He's just staring out at that vast, waving plain of grass dotted by the moving masses of cattle, which are his ward. He holds the reins with arms bound by the sinew and muscle of time and hard work, and around him... He feels the great yawning silence of the land descend upon him, and he smiles. Sometimes the life of a cowboy can be lonely, but most times it feels like you are one with nature and one with God. He rests atop that mount, a figure of integrity and timeless wisdom. Can you see him? The boots in his stirrups, they're Tacovis boots. Because if you're going to do anything, if you're going to buy something, buy it once. You're going to buy something, you buy the best. That doesn't mean you pay the most amount of money for it. It doesn't mean you buy the fancy, you know, flashy pair. You just buy the one that has been handcrafted. Tacovis does it right. Tacovis, the handcrafting 200 steps and the finest leathers known to man. Tacovis boots are about integrity and style, and they're about the way of the cowboy. If you want value and timeless fashion, you're going to want to step into a pair of Tacovis. Tecovis, Western goods for your frontier. Find your pair now at tecovis.com slash Beck. That's tecovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. First, let me just ask this. We have three minutes in this break, Bill, so I just want to spend some time on the debate that happened this week. What were your thoughts on the debate? Uh, I think Jerry Springer should have been a moderator of that. (laughs) Uh, During it, I called Geraldo and said, can you get over there and hit somebody with a chair? Yeah. 
Crazy. I mean, you know, it was uh, guerrilla theater. Um, I'm not real entertained by that stuff anymore. Yeah. I didn't really learn anything, which is my barometer on debates. Did mm-hmm. I learn anything? Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders has said the same thing in all 10 debates. He never changes. Says the same thing over and over. Just bring a recording. Joe Biden said 150 million Americans have been killed by guns since 2007. 150 million. That's what Biden says. That's not just a mistake. That's some kind of delusional state. Yeah, and he right? he he continued with it. I mean, it wasn't like he meant 150 thousand or a hundred he doesn't know what he's saying he has no idea no idea i felt bad for i really cbs moderators sit there nobody corrects them yeah i felt Uh, excuse me mr vice president you just said more people were killed by guns in america in the past 13 years than in the entire world war ii theater um (laughs) would you want to explain that i mean that it when it comes to a point where somebody's saying to you, Martians have just taken over the state of Idaho, and nobody says anything, you know that it's a waste of time, which is what the debate was. So what do you think is happening with this Bernie Sanders explosion? Right now, he is set to win, according to the polls, set to win all but two states in super tuesday he doesn't look like he's going to win south carolina it looks like biden is roaring back uh what what's happening there bill you, you don't have time in this segment for me to do that you want me to you want to just hold this over to the next segment because i can tell you what's happening but i can't do it in yeah. 42 seconds okay um yeah we'll do that then we've got about 40 yeah. seconds I mean, so, it, there is something there is a really interesting dynamic happening in the country um and and i think people will want to understand uh what is in play politically here because it's really never happened before in america never never uh all right we go back to bill o'reilly from billoreilly.com and to get his look at bernie sanders and the race ahead when we come back Sometimes when you go to bed at night, you just look up at the ceiling. You have to pretend you're some sort of a sheep farmer and start to count the sheep so you can drift peacefully off to sleep. Good news is, you know, I'm able to come in here every day feeling rested and refreshed. The bad news is uh, when you do that, you know, then I start thinking, Jesus, my farm going under. I only have about three sheep. Uh, maybe it's hard times. Maybe it's just that I'm sleeping on my pillow or Giza dream sheets. But boy, I should have more than three sheep. And that still doesn't keep me awake because I am so comfortable in bed now. My pillow products are really remarkable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are buy one, get one free. Giza cotton is the best in the world because they're Egyptian cotton. That's how it's made, Egyptian cotton. It's durable, it's soft, and it gets softer every time you sleep and wash it. Now, 
I want you to go to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials to buy a pair of Giza Dream Sheets and get one free. Also, deep discounts on all other MyPillow products. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials. Again, it's at MyPillow.com. Enter the promo code BECK. Stu does America at CPAC this week. Uh, we have Michael Knowles on today, Jesse Kelly, all the really good interviews from CPAC. We'll be doing that all week. StuDoesAmerica.com. As promised, Bill O'Reilly returns with his look at what's happening with the Democrats and Bernie Sanders. Okay, it's a little pinheady, Beck, um, but I'll get through it quickly. Ready? Yes. Used to be we were a united country socially. So everybody watched Bonanza, yes. Ed Sullivan, Mary right. Tyler Moore, right. MASH. Right. All right? Mm-hmm. Everybody watch it. Everybody listen to the same music on AM radio. The Beatles, Elvis, and all the groups that came in. Sang the same songs, went to the same movies, The Godfather, The Graduate, whatever it may be. So there was an, uh, an adhesive socially that bound us together, a cultural adhesive. Gone. Now we are a tribal country, divided into segments that we pursue our interests with other people in the same tribe. And we can do that by the social media, by the handheld machines, by the computers. So we can link up fast with people who have the same narrow agenda or interest that we have. It might be coin collecting. It might be kite flying. It might be the Kansas City Royals baseball team. That has now extended into politics, where it used to be there were two parties. There was the Republican Party. I like Ike, Richard Nixon. George W. Bush and the Democratic Party, JFK, Lyndon Johnson. Now, that's gone. There are two parties, but within the parties, there are different tribes. There are the ultra-right-wing conservatives of the Republican Party. Then there's the Mitt Romney crew inside the I say that as a moderate Republican. Then there are actually liberal Republicans who believe in fiscal responsibility but want to smoke pot all day long. All right? Then in the Democratic Party, you have more tribes. It's like living in the Balkans. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. You have the communists and then the Democratic socialists and then the people who used to like Hubert Humphrey. They're still around. Now, because of the social media, the most vicious tribe wins. And I'm going to make an analogy to my book, Killing Crazy Horse. The most vicious Indian tribe ruled. There were hundreds of Indian tribes. Some of them were nice, but they didn't rule. So within the Democratic Party, there's the vicious communist, socialist, hate America crew. And they have backed Bernie Sanders. And if you criticize Bernie Sanders, this vicious crew, dubbed the Bernie Bros, will tear your throat out, literally, on social media. 
Bernie Sanders has inhibited all the other Democratic candidates. They fear him and the Bernie bros, Mm -hmm. which is why they haven't gone after him, as you would have seen previously. Right. So the media, which is part of the tribalism, backs the most progressive liberal agenda you can find. But they don't they know that Sanders can't beat Trump because when the election happens, it'll be like the Super Bowl. Then Americans will come together one of the few times and participate in voting. Just like participating in watching the game. All right. The next day, they'll go back to their different individual tribes. But for Mm -hmm. 24 hours, they'll do what they've always done. And they're not going to vote for Bernie Sanders, because if you think the stock market is bad this week, this isn't even close to what would happen if Bernie Sanders were ever elected president. So all the things that you have worked hard for, all of your investments, 401k, college fund, whatever it may be will evaporate before your eyes if the socialists ever take power in this country. Because companies will move out, capital will move out, and it can't be replaced by anything. Bernie Sanders is a dangerous, foolish man. There's your analysis. Okay, so what, let me play this clip from a former Obama advisor and uh, tell me what you think this means. Watch, watch the uh, video. Listen to this. Bernie question. is moving to goalposts. This is what people need to remember. Uh, the Democratic Party has a party. The party decides its nominee. The public doesn't really decide the nominee. The public gets to vote for president of the United States. But people who are active in the party, who participate in the party, they decide the nominee. Superdelegates are very influential in the party. Also, delegates are very influential. And just because you're a pledged delegate for Bernie Sanders or a pledged delegate for Joe Biden doesn't mean when you get to the convention floor that you'll stay a delegate for Biden or Sanders. That's a process. And so it is a process to to pick the candidate who wants to be the standard bearer for the party to try to win in November. And so Bernie got to understand that process. And it's, it's a real selective and detailed process. In 2008, the Obama campaign from the very beginning focused on the delegate process because we knew it all was going to come down to the delegates, who's committed to you, who wants to be on your team at the end, and do you really feel like they can be elected? So he's here he is saying that it's not the people that are going to elect the nominee. Forget about the people. It's the delegates. We know this to be true for the party that says, ah, one person, one vote. They don't believe in that when it comes to their own party. Are you reading into that? He's saying, you know, don't worry about Bernie Sanders. The party is going to eliminate him in the end. Well, I mean, that's what he wants to happen. Will it happen? that's going to be up to the voters. So he's misleading you in the sense that the voters don't have any power. They do. But Bernie's going to have to get 1,991 delegates if he wants to secure the nomination uh, before the convention in Milwaukee. Is he going to do that? I don't think so. I think he'll be ahead, but I don't think he'll get the 1,991 Maybe if California, which is really, really a crazy place at this point in history, maybe. But if Bernie doesn't go in, 
the signal is being sent that we're not going to make them the nominee. Mm. We, the Democratic Party, the people who really run it, Podesta, Rahm Emanuel, these people, we're not going to give it to him because we know he can't beat Trump. So that's what you just heard. So I saw a story today, and this happens all the time, uh, as far as I know, with special forces. Uh, special forces, especially at Fort Bragg, they they use the community and they do these war games all the time, whether the community knows about it or not. I'm sure they do, but they they do these war games in the community because you're now having to learn guerrilla warfare where there the news came out today that at Fort Bragg, they are putting the community on notice that you're going to hear sounds of bombs and everything else, but it's not actual bombs. There's no bullets. There's no live fire. There's nothing, but we are, you're going to see people sometimes dressed as civilians, sometimes military, just look for the Brown armband because that means they're part of this, this test, but they're looking to uh, do something quote, unconventional. And when I saw that, I thought it was interesting that it was unconventional because I, I think part of this, uh, it, I at least I hope, is looking into what's going to happen in Milwaukee. They're already threatening. If Bernie doesn't get it, they're going to burn Milwaukee to the ground. Uh, and uh, I mean, are you do you feel the government is is uh, going to prepare differently for maybe this summer than, than they have before? First of all, I don't think the Bernie bros have the numbers to do anything like happened in 1968. Were you there so, in Chicago in 68, Bill? No, I was not there, but I was cognizant okay. of what was happening. Yeah. Um, and I followed it. Um, I know you want to portray me as a very ancient person. No, I didn't mean it that way. I just, I I was still in school then. You were in college Um, or high school. Yeah, I was, uh, in college as a freshman. All right. But anyway, the Bernie, the Bernie brigades don't have enough. They just don't have enough people. And I think that the federal government and, and state of Wisconsin understand that Bernie doesn't get the nomination They've got to be on guard. They have to be alert because nuts could do nuts. Yeah. I don't anticipate that happening. Hmm. I don't. I just think that in this day and age, with all of our training for terrorism and the way the authorities now provide security, it would be almost impossible. Might be an isolated incident or two. But I, I could not imagine that there's going to be a mass demonstration that turns mm. violent. Well, that would be nice. That would be nice. Um, you always listen to me, Beck, because when, when have I ever been wrong? Well, I don't know if I have ah! enough. Let me let me respond the way Bernie Sanders did when <laughs> asked to do his math. How long do you have? Um, <laughs> uh, Bill, let me uh, let me take it to Super Tuesday. Um, yeah. first of all, with all the scare of coronavirus, do you, yeah. do you fear that people will not come out and vote and it could skew the, no. okay. Um, how do you see super Tuesday shaping up? What should we watch um, for? Yeah, I think Sanders will win most of the delegates, but he'll get pounded in the South. I don't think Sanders will take Texas. You know, the problem is Biden is so ridiculous. Um, Biden will win South Carolina, and in a normal 
uh, campaign, that would reignite him. Yeah. But he's so far detached from reality and oh my cannot gosh. speak. I felt bad for him. Bill, Bill, did you feel like he was like if you were in his family, you would have saw that and and said, Joe, we we, you should just bow out. I mean, it was it was actual. I felt sad performance from from Joe Biden. Listen, if you watch him and just watch him, here's the deal. Here's the deal that, in fact, the fact, the fact that he doesn't know what he's saying. It's not that he's making mistakes or stuttering. He doesn't That's know. not what's happening. Yeah. He does not know what's going to come out of his mouth. It's like Tourette's syndrome without the cursing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what he's presenting. And I understand in South Carolina, I haven't been down there this week, but I have people down there. When he goes his little rallies um, and people show up, he's the same way. He's basically running around the stage going... Here's the deal. Here's the deal. But he doesn't put together cogent sentences. Mm. So I don't see him, all right, mounting a counteroffensive that's going to knock off Bernie Sanders. What I do see is that many Democrats are starting to fear Sanders. Yeah. They are listening to the Obama crew. Mm-hmm. This is all coming out of the Obama crew. It, Hillary Clinton and Clintons, too. But they're not nearly as powerful as the Obama crew is. If you get Rahm Emanuel going on Colbert, this was the big signal to everybody. Colbert is a shill, a hack. He does what he's told to do by the Democratic Party. All right? He has Rahm Emanuel sitting there, no tie on. Emanuel uh, sitting there with his legs splayed. Uh, saying, you can't elect Bernie Sanders. Now, it got no ink because nobody watches Colbert. It got no publicity. When I saw that, there's no way on earth Rahm Emanuel. All right? Yeah. Obama's, one of Obama's top guys. Wow. Would have ever done that. Yeah. If it had not been discussed. Yeah. All right, Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. We'll talk to you next week. We might even want to just check in with you on Wednesday to get your thought on the uh, primaries. Uh, sure. But, uh, can I just real quick? Yep. Uh, I'm going to be live on BillOReilly.com Tuesday night during, right after the polls close, 9 p.m. Eastern. And on Wednesday, I'm going to put it down. I'm going to check in with you. Okay. Um, but we want everybody, if you want honest coverage, and I mean that, I mean this. If you want honest coverage of a very important election and the virus, go to the blaze, go to BillOReilly.com. Thank we'll you very much. Live Tuesday night, Super Tuesday. Appreciate it, Bill. BillOReilly.com. All right. All right. Here's the deal on, uh, on selling your house. Look, I know how frustrating it is to sell your house. I know how much, you know, it just takes it out of you to try to sell your house. That's why you want the best real estate agents you can find. The people that will sell your house the fastest and for the most amount of money. Things are changing so rapidly right now. You need somebody to help navigate these these waters. Realestateagentsitrust.com are the real estate agents that we have found uh, all over the country, we now have 1,500 real estate agents. They don't work for us. We just monitor and, and work as kind of a, a go-between. If there's a problem, we get rid of that agent right away. We're looking for the people who respond to you quickly. 
They don't work for us. We didn't hire them. We don't fire them. We just monitor their results and how they treat people. And are they the best, you know, in our opinion, in that area? We want you to be able to find the person that is right for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. These are real estate agents that we have. This is my company. We have vetted these people. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. Just find the right person to sell your home on time and for the most amount of money or help you move into a new home and find that home and that neighborhood and that right school. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Our uh, coronavirus update is coming up in just a second, uh, and it's one that you really need to hear. It's got some good news and it has some, you know, iffy news uh, to it. But uh, Bill is right about panicking. But it, I am stronger on prepare for the worst. And when you prepare for the worst, uh, you can handle anything else that comes your way because well, it's not as bad as you prepared for. Uh, So we're going to tell you how to prepare and what could possibly be coming our way. According to the latest data, our coronavirus update is coming up next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to it. It's Friday, America, and we are so glad that you're here. Everything you need every day at this time for the coronavirus. Our coronavirus update. All the numbers, all the stats, all the breaking news in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, so dinosaurs are out of your park right now, and they're eating people left and right. And it looks like that protective electric fence, you know, trying to get that back on. But the guy who played Newman sabotaged the uh, computer system, and he's out there somewhere being dino chow right now. And you're like, gee, who could replace that scummy guy? Where's Romney? Anyway, this all didn't have to happen if you would have listened months ago when he was complaining about sitting in a very uncomfortable chair at his desk. All he wanted was a more comfortable office chair. Romney. You should have gotten him an X chair. With its patented dynamic variable lumbar support in 10 different settings, the X chair is what you and those around you need for a comfortable workday. It's what I'm sitting in right now, and I'm telling you, this is the most comfortable chair I have ever purchased. I mean, as an office chair. I mean, I don't know if you've sat in the, what are those, the cloud couches? Oh my gosh, those are so comfortable. You know, but you immediately fall asleep in those. This is the best office chair I've ever sat in. It has... All the settings, 10 different settings, the dynamic variable lumbar support. This is the best chair I've ever owned, and you can own one too. And they come in all different uh, sizes and models and, and fabrics and everything else. One of uh, price to fit your budget at xchairbeck.com. Go to xchairbeck.com or call 1-844-4X-CHAIR. Get $100 off right now at xchairbeck.com. All right. Let me give you our coronavirus update. Uh, these stats are all as of 5.30 a.m. Central Time. 
uh, on uh, Friday. So total confirmed cases now are up 1,311 from 82,585 to 83,896. Total deaths up only 53 to 2867. 57 countries now have confirmed cases. That's up from 51. Some people are claiming that it is 60 countries. Another nine countries have suspected cases. 18% of active confirmed cases are now considered serious or critical. That means requiring hospitalization or ICU. There are 60 confirmed cases in the U.S. That number is static and zero deaths. As of this morning, the website from the CDC is still showing only 445 people have been tested in the U.S. We hope that that is a clerical error. We know that 10,000 tests uh, were sent out to hospitals last week. They were default. Uh, def- uh, they were faulty. They have been shipped back. The CDC was supposed to have new tests arriving at these hospitals uh, by last night or this morning. CDC reports now that over 40 labs across 22 states now can directly test for the coronavirus and over 90 regional labs have revisited uh, or revised test kits. They will have them by early next week. Let me, before I give you any more, let me just give you some news for people like Stu's wife, who is completely freaking out. (laughs) We're Americans. We can take it. We've done this very thing before in a much worse scenario in 1918. This, too, shall pass. You're going to be, you know, I was talking to a nuclear um, explosion expert, somebody who studies nuclear war. And when I when I went to New York City, it was right after 9-11 and I was building my studios there and I said, OK, so what do we do in case of, you know, nuclear? And they said, you know, even if it was a like a Soviet missile, the thing that would be most surprising to most people is that they live. And I said, really, you don't want to be at ground zero? And they're like, no, it's not that hard. It's n- you live the same thing is true in this less than uh, less than two percent of the people that get it. And this is a high number uh, the will will actually perish. Now, that's not to dismiss those who will perish. That is of high cost. But most people in society, unless they're ill, have pre-existing conditions, et cetera, et cetera, will live less than three percent of our food supply is china dependent our farms are strong we can survive this and not have shortages of food that's not true all over the world capitalism abhors deadly epidemics that's why you're seeing the stock market they deprive us of customers and they deprive us of partners and they it's disruptive and capitalism doesn't like something this disruptive that's what you're seeing however it will recover the only tool that we need to defeat this is capitalism and liberty anything that tries to defeat liberty is an enemy of mankind And let me give you an example of why liberty is so important. There are two vaccines that are now about to go into human trials. 
the first vaccine is from the United States. Hmm. You know, that broken health care system. It's about to go into human trials in the United States. Now, there's another one that has just come out from the Israelis. Now, I want to give you the full story on this because I find this amazing. Israeli scientists are reportedly only a few weeks away from having developed the first vaccine to combat the coronavirus, which originated in China and could have a vaccine available 90 days after that. This is way ahead of anybody else. Congratulations to McGall, the Galilee Research Institute, on this breakthrough. This is according to the science and technology minister, according to the Jerusalem Post. I am confident there will be further rapid progress enabling us to provide a needed response to the grave global COVID-19 threat. Now, here's what happened. The team of scientists at McGall had been working for years on a vaccine against infectious bronchitis virus, or IV, uh, IBV. They said their concept was to develop the technology and not specifically a vaccine for this kind or that kind of virus. The scientific framework for the vaccine is based on a new protein expression vector. Now, listen to this. I'm only throwing this part in because this is which forms and secretes a, a chimeric soluble uh, protein. Stu, do you recognize <laughs> chimeric? Have you ever heard that word before? I mean, before? it sounds delicious, but I, don't, I really don't know. You watch Mission exactly. Impossible movies? Yeah, sometimes. The deadly, I can I've got them. the deadly chimeric uh, <laughs> uh, virus. It is about to go global. It'll kill everybody. You remember that was mm. it was Crimea, I think, was the name of that. Vi- anyway, it was just me. Um, now, okay. listen, here's what the scientists said. Let's call this pure luck. We decided to choose a coronavirus as a model for our system, just as proof of concept for our technology. But after scientists sequenced the DNA of the novel coronavirus causing the current worldwide outbreak, Miguel researchers examined it and found that the poultry coronavirus has high genetic similarities to the human one and that it uses the same infection mechanism, which increases the likelihood of achieving an effective human vaccine in a very short period of time. So they were doing studies on another virus and they were using a coronavirus as the example uh, to see if they could prove their theory. So they're so far ahead of this. Now, let me give you the downside of this. Watch for... I guarantee you this will happen. The United States and Israel are the only two countries that will probably come up with the virus. If it, if we have a if we have a um, a vaccine for it, it will come from those two countries, America or Israel. Guarantee. And because of that, watch for people to now say, "Look at the Jews." Oh, they just happened to have the vaccine. Oh, I'm sure that this came from a bat. And the same will be said if it comes from the United States. Watch for it. One more prediction to watch for. If you're a true global warming alarmist, this is the best thing that could have happened to you. Why? Let me give you this story from England. 
Coronavirus has wiped out at least a quarter of China's emissions of damaging greenhouse gases in the last two weeks, scientists have found. Measures to prevent the sharp outbreak have led to a sharp drop in the burning of fossil fuels, a key cause of climate crisis. You watch for the extremists who will say, this is actually good. This is going to help us with the climate crisis. Watch for those things because they're coming. Now, what should you do? First of all, don't panic. Second, sleep. Dozens of studies now show the number one thing the human body requires for a strong immune system against infections is sleep, especially the three hours of sleep before midnight. That's nine to ten hours per night that they're looking for. But the crucial hours apparently are between nine and midnight. Eat. The other thing the immune system wants to fight off infections is protein, specifically meat protein and vitamin K. Sorry, impossible burgers don't count. Stay calm. Stress also leads to the uh, breakdown of the immune system. Prepare for a bug-in scenario. A bug-out scenario is grid falls. Everybody's panicked. Quick, get out of the cities. Uh, A bug-in scenario is the grid stays up, but you stay home. Build a deep pantry. Ignore the Surgeon General who said no when asked by Congress if Americans should buy additional food. We're not going to have a food shortage, but you may not want to go to the grocery store, and grocery stores may be closed if the worst-case scenario might happen. Have two weeks of tuna fish and peanut butter and, uh, and, and um, uh, you know noodles, ramen, whatever you have that you can survive on. Three months is ideal, but two weeks everyone should have. Uh, also, toilet paper and things like that. You don't want to have all this food and they go, oh, crap, literally. Get some toilet paper. Subscribe. Subscribe to The Blaze, Netflix, Prime Video, Disney+. Plus. Plan on some me time. Lots of me time, possibly. Uh, don't eat bats. Don't eat lizards. Don't eat uh, pangolian bats, dogs, rats, or bats. Don't eat them. Pretty much, that's all you need to know on preparation. COVID-19, the oral swab test, now according to a peer-reviewed study published in the publication Radiology based on 1,092 patients in China, chest CT significantly more accurate in accurately diagnosing COVID-19 than the oral swab. They found that the oral swab tests now have a 30% false negative rate. 30%. That means the patients didn't show positive for SARS-CoV-2 via oral swab, but were diagnosed via a CT scan and later a blood test. The oral swab test makes up the bulk of global testing techniques to date since they can be done locally. Blood tests are more accurate, but require blood tests being sent out to labs. CT scans are the most accurate. Uh, but they're also ex- expensive, and CT scans require the onset of si- significant symptoms before they are useful. So the net-net is that up to 30% of the people who are tested via an oral swab during the pre-symptomatic period may in fact be infected, but the test would show negative. The primary U.S. testing kits set to hospitals are oral swab tests. No data yet on whether the U.S. test kits will have the same false negative rates as the Chinese-produced test kits. The global financial markets. Let's let's probably end it there. 
They have shed over $10 trillion in market cap in four trading days. That includes the $3.4 trillion in U.S. stocks, $3 trillion in Chinese stocks. Over 40% of U.S. stock equity gains since Trump was elected has now disappeared. The three years of gains, 40%, and now with today's, it's closer to 50 because we're almost 1,000 points down, have disappeared in just this week. Oil and natural gas also suffering. Oil has lost 10% in February. Bitcoin has lost over 14% in February. Gold is up 10%. Silver is up almost 10% at 8.7. The N95 surgical mask are up nearly 2,300% on eBay. December 1st, the N95 mask sold for a dollar each. The average winning bid on eBay per mask is now $22.88. In Austria, the N95 masks are selling for as much as 250 euros. By the way, look for P100 rated masks instead. Those are higher rated and probably not sold out yet. Uh, 14% of the um, recovered patients in China are now later testing positive for COVID-19. 14% of the people who were recovered and discharged from hospitals are getting it again. Yesterday, we found out that that death rate may be as high as 30%. Japan confirms China's earlier findings that recovered patients can become reinfected. And for the first time since the Islamic Revolution in 1979, Iran has canceled public prayers mosques in tehran other cities are handing out surgical masks saudi arabia has banned all pilgrims travel to the holiest of holy sites in islam mecca now off limits pope has ordered that holy water fonts be drained in italy sacrament wafers will be handed to worshipers rather than placed on the tongues by priest and the mormon church has said missionaries no longer should you shake hands when you meet people don't bump fists just say hello. That's your coronavirus update uh, for the day. We'll have more in just a second. Also, American financing. If you are a responsible homeowner, your interest rates are very, very low right now. In fact, lowest they've been, I think, in 10 years. If you are somebody who is in debt, I strongly urge you to get out of debt right now. American financing designed to help you Uh, Get out of debt designed to help you get into the house that you want with the lowest possible payment. And it can all be done in a 10 minute phone call. It'll get you started and see if they can save you sometimes up to a thousand dollars a month or more, especially if you're consolidating high interest debt. You've got credit card debt. Man, get that monkey off your back and pay those cards off. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. If you got a loan in the last eight, nine years, you're probably going to be able to save a boatload of, boatload of money right now by calling AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. Do it now. American Ten. Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10 seconds, station ID. So I, I, um, 
I welcome you to the show. It is it is Friday. I'm going up to uh, CPAC this weekend, where I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be speaking. I'm giving the um, the wake up call uh, tomorrow morning. I'm one of the first speakers, and uh, I'm taking that literally, and uh, going to be giving a speech that uh, I've never seen anybody do what I think I'm going to do in 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 my speech. Um, but uh, I think the time has come for it. A wake-up call tomorrow at CPAC if you have to be there, or I think it's probably on C-SPAN or whatever. And I think I'm speaking sometime in the 7 o'clock hour. I don't know, 7.15, 7.30, something like that. Stu has already been there. You've been to CPAC itself, Stu? Uh, yeah, I haven't been to the actual thing, but we've been to the, the other events kind of surrounding it. I'm yeah. going over there today uh, for the day. Yesterday we had a lot of uh, interview tapings and stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, who do you have? On, um, who do you have on tonight? Today, uh, Michael Knowles is going to be with us, mm-hmm. uh, who's always great. Uh, Jesse Kelly is going to be with us as well. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to Andy No, which I think we're going to do. Um, oh wow! Uh, we're gonna probably uh, go probably next week is when that one's going to air. Uh, we had Betty Johnson on yesterday. Uh, we, it was, it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of really good stuff yesterday. Um, and I think, you know, you kind of look at, uh, CPAC and you, you do see the energy is, is big. I, I hear that every time people come to CPAC, um, and it seems to be increasing the last few years, but the energy is there and I can see why people would think you almost need a Sanders to run if you're a Democrat and you want the Democrats to win because he seems to be the only candidate on that side that has similar energy. Yeah, if you get and, somebody you like know, Joe Biden, th- there's no passion there. Bernie Sanders no. has a lot of passion. They will get people, I mean, they'll <laughs> they'll take him by gunpoint, I think, and just, every, rouse, 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 everyone to the booth. <laughs> uh, I think the Sanders people will get, you know, will get people to show up. Um, I don't, I don't think anybody else, no other candidate has that kind of passion because the people who vote for Donald Trump, they are squarely in his corner. Yeah. And I I know, I know you talked to O'Reilly last hour and you asked him, do you think this is going to affect the vote when we're talking about coronavirus? And and he said, no. And I think at this point he's totally right. I don't think it's going to be much of a difference this weekend or super Tuesday, but if this thing gets down the road and, and really worsens in a way where people are, are, are afraid to go out to mass events like this, you're going to see probably older voters be more likely to stay home. And that's going to uh, favor Bernie Sanders. Uh, he, you know, that that's something that he would be able to take advantage of. And, you know, no one wants to, you know, no, I don't think anyone ever wants to win an election that way. But maybe as a socialist, you probably don't care all that much. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> we haven't seen any drop off in sporting event uh, attendance yet. We haven't seen anything uh, notable on that front. People haven't started changing their lives for this yet. But if that does start happening, the polls are going to be one of those places that people think, man, I don't know. We're all yeah. going to a little booth. We're all touching the same stuff, the same buttons and screens. And I don't know that they're going to want to do that. And if the economy is affected, uh, that also will hurt Donald Trump and the chances um we just, we got to say our prayers. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, you know, he didn't give us a word of the day, Stu. Uh, so the word of the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's preparation. Uh, and I'm not going to bother spelling it out for you, but uh, shaving rituals that we participate, you know, that's, we got to be prepared. You got to prepare your face for the best shave. You don't need expensive blades. You don't need cream, soaps, gels for a clean, close shave. You need Shave Secret. 
the two words of the day, shave secret, shave secret, you know, second or third word of the day. It's a proprietary blend of essential oils. You just put a couple of drops in your hand on a wet hand and you rub them into your beard. And I'm telling you, you get the closest shave. It just the, the razor without being an expensive razor or anything like that. It just glides over your face. Ladies, you can use it for your legs as well. It's widely available. You can find it on Amazon, or if you go to shavesecret.com, use the promo code BECK, you're going to save 10%. But you can also find it, you know, at HEB or Wegmans grocery stores. Walmart has it. And like I said, online at Amazon or shavesecret.com. This is the way to shave. It'll save you a buttload of money, and it's just better for you. Use the promo code BECK. Go to blazetv.com, use the promo code uh, Beck as well, or Glenn as well, to uh, get 10% off your uh, purchase at Blaze TV. Welcome to the broadcast. We're very glad that you're here today. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, Stu is up in Washington, D.C., where, I mean, you know, if there's one city that really understands capitalism and how to make <laughs> markets work, I would say it's Washington D.C., wouldn't you? I mean, the, oh, absolutely. Yeah the 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 only city in America that's actually run by Congress. So you know, there's no <laughs> corruption. You know, they don't ever have a crack smoking mayor. Mayor, and when they want to put in, you know, services for the people, they make all the right decisions. Right? Oh, they always do. Yeah, yes, and it's yeah. it's all just free competition, capitalism mm-hmm. at work here in Washington. <laughs> no DC. cronyism. Uh, There's, you know, because no. I'm sick of that cronyism stuff. Right? And yeah. so <laughs> here's the most democratic city I think you could find, uh, run by Democrats and Congress. And what have mm-hmm. they done? What have they done lately? Well, this is one of those cities uh, that has all of the scooters everywhere, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. motor, you know, like the electric scooters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people would know some of the names like, you know, uh, you know uh, Lime and, and uh, you know, Bolt and Razor and Bird. And there's a, there's a million different ones. Mm-hmm. And you can't, we, can't, we were here, you know, a few weeks ago and they're just, you know, they're, they're all over the place. I mean, they they are all over the city. If you want to take a scooter to go from one place to another, it's very easy to do. And it's a good There's thing. There's a lot of different competition. There's a lot. It's a big walking city. I mean, the the mall itself, which if you've never been, the mall is not like the shopping mall, uh, which I thought it was when I was 18 years old. Uh, <laughs> I can <may laughs> tell that story real quick. Outdoors. Let me just tell you that story yeah, sure. real quick. I'm 18 years old. I'm going, uh, I've lived in Seattle my whole life. I've never seen a city with a beltway in it. I've never, I've never been out of Washington state except on vacation when I was like six. Uh, and so I, I go to the East coast. I go to Washington, DC. I'm only there for like 24 hours. All right. But I come on the day of the biggest snowstorm in like 10 years. So everything is shut down. So I'm in this job on interview and I'm trapped at the job interview. I'm not kidding. Trapped at the job interview. And they look at me like eight hours after sitting in the lobby. And they're like, hey, you can go on the air, right? And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, none, none, of, our, none of our hosts can come. Uh, can you just go on the air? And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, I guess. So I have no idea what I'm even talking about. I'm there, you know, doing closings and live stuff. I'm 18 years old. I've never been in. I, I don't, I know nothing. I'm on the air. 
it, they finally get the station back to you know normal operating and so i'd been there for three days i smell like junk it's just me and another guy um and so the program director after they opened the road said well you can't leave without seeing at least the mall and i'm like i'm seeing it to myself dude i've been to a mall before maybe see the monuments what the hell is wrong with you and i get down to the mall and he's like here it is and i'm seeing the monuments and i'm like oh man is america not the greatest place in the world we've built a mall underneath the monuments what a moron anyway you didn't say any of this out loud though i didn't say any of this out loud thank god well let me just say this happened on the air yeah what you're lucky you didn't give an update about the mall on the air. That yeah, would have been well, something disaster. like that did happen later, but I don't need to go into it right now. Anyway, so uh, the scooters uh, in the mall, it's a good idea to have them in Washington because it's a, a it's a long way to walk. Yeah, you look like an idiot on them, but they are pretty convenient. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it lets you get around and, and you have to basically, you know, uh, have a bunch of you have to be signed up to a bunch of different apps, honestly, because there's so, so many different companies trying to do this. Everybody's going for market share. Everybody has venture capital on this. They have plenty of money behind it. So there's all these companies that come up and they won't, they go for permits. Now, of course, you have to have permits, right? So the D.C., you know, they go through the whole process and they give a permit to jump, lift, skip and spin those four get the permits but the four companies that don't get the permits are bird lime bolt and razor now no one can seemingly figure out why on earth those companies didn't get the permits and the others did they wound up announcing they had a 198 point scoring system you know this is this is not bureaucracy at all 198 point scoring system and decided to just limit uh, how many they were going to give away so Bird, Lime, which are two of the biggest ones, Bird and Lime, and then Bolt and Razor did not get their permits. So now they have to, they've had these things on the streets for a long time. They have to all pick them up and get them all off the streets by April 1st because they no longer have the ability to operate in the city. One of the companies that they gave the permit to, which is Skip, <laughs> they've been having this minor issue with a bunch of their scooters catching on fire. Uh, but that was but not in the scoring the system. Permit. That was not in the scoring <laughs> yeah. system. Hey, does your scooter catch fire? Uh, not, not there on the scoring system. Otherwise, we could have knocked asked. points off, but it, it's not there. It's not on the form. Can't help you. Blame the scoring system. Don't oh, blame stupid. us. This but you came up with a scoring system. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really is uh, anti, you know, it's like it's instead of just having a real competition where, you know, it's not these this venture capital doesn't last forever these companies go out of business and they will and and the best you know whoever has the best stuff will sort itself out but instead of that they've decided to block half of the competition out of the process which will of course hurt the people who wait 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 uh, you know i just thought of something can you stop for a second can you give this last part after the can you please give me the bernie sanders theme i have a new bernie sanders theme i think this is Mm. important as you tell this story just there you go. Turn up a little bit more, please. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Now very, tell us, tell nice. us about how this new capitalist system works there in Washington D.C. Very badly. Capitalism <laughs> is terrible, right? And it's hurting people, and it's, it's catching riders on fire. And Super that's, Tuesday that's, going to be know ex- that. Yeah. Super Tuesday going to be extra extra supert this year. <laughs> Comrade Sanders comes into office very soon. 
with guns in bullets. And I guarantee his guns will have a capacity of more than seven rounds. Congratulations, America. Now let's get these stupid scooters off of our streets of this great democracy. All right. Stop. All right. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else? I'm just theme. Huh? You it's like a that theme? theme? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I got them for all the candidates now. Would you like to hear them? Uh, can I give the sure. give me the mini mic? This is the Mike Bloomberg theme. Uh. <laughs> That's nice. So I know you have anything for mini mic. Uh, can you give me Can you give me the Elizabeth Warren theme, please? It's the Elizabeth Warren campaign theme. Uh, and by the way, I do not while it still has value. Yeah, she cannot play this uh, at any of her, you know, uh, ceremonial gatherings uh, because this original music and I'm not going to license it to her. Uh, and one more. And I thought this was a pro. We really struggled. thinking, you know, what is the what should the Pete Buttigieg theme sound like? I mean, if you were describing to a composer and he said, Glenn. What does Pete Buttigieg, what does his theme sound like? How would you, dis- how would you, what would, where would you have that composer starts to? Um, by ignoring your email? <laughs> right. It's probably, a, no, here's, here's what I told him. I said, look, he's a white guy, not popular with the black community. I think we have to hippen him up. And, you know, if I'm working on his campaign, I need him to sound really cool in a white sort of way for the black community. And so here's the Pete Buttigieg theme song. Based on the '70s black exploitation kind of thing, and which I think sure. Pete Buttigieg and the Democratic Party, I think that's what they're doing. Uh, so I thought this was appropriate. I mean, just think. Hi, I'm Mayor Pete, and I could be your nifty president. I'm just like you, except not at all. Sure, your preachers might be saying, "Don't vote for Mayor Pete." But I'm down with it, homie. Pete Buttigieg. I'm that guy, and I approve this message. I think it works. I think it works. And with that kind of music, I think he (laughs) takes South Carolina by storm. Well, I guess, you know, I don't know. I look in the mirror as little as possible. Uh, It's a terrible, terrible moment of my life whenever it happens. Uh, but we all kind of wish the mirror was lying to us. At least I do. Uh, when you look in and you see things that you sure, I could have sworn I looked better than this yesterday. My mirror's a liar. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a liar. lying to us. I say it every day. I look uh, in it and I'm like, you liar. <laughs> uh, you have to go things like crow's feet getting around as you get older, with the turkey neck under the chin. What can you do about it? Uh, you want to have instant results, first of all. When it comes to skincare, nobody understands the desire for instant results better than Chamonix. The new Genucel RH delivers next-generation retinol anti-aging effects with zero redness or irritation. 
GenuCell RH is leading the industry yet again by making bags under the eyes, puffiness, hyperpigmentation, and even redness a thing of the past. Order GenuCell RH today and get GenuCell jawline treatment and the GenuCell immediate effects absolutely free. Uh, separately, these products are, are great on their own, but working together, it's you know this is a miracle in the world of skincare, and GenuCell is doing it again. Give it a try. You'll see what I mean. And give them a call at 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. GenuCell RH is non-irritant. It's safe in the sun. It's highly moisturizing. Get yours today. It's 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, it's Friday. I've got to get a bunch of stuff off my desk that I've been uh, holding off. So I think we just look at the stuff uh, that, you know, maybe didn't rise to the level of, um, you know, let's say like the coronavirus update. For instance, there is this um, a uh, a medical official has been asked by a reporter in uh, China and they have given the answer. Uh, do farts spread the coronavirus? Uh, the answer is uh, not normally. Now, ima- imagine being the reporter who wants to be taken seriously. It's like, uh, yeah, no shaking hands. Or anything. I got a question, please. Yes, all the cameras nationwide are on you. Uh, do farts uh, spread the coronavirus? <laughs> And then the doctor, not just laughing and dismissing you, go, well, actually, that's a good question. Really? Because I was joking. I really a good question. Not normally. Um, They they do not normally constitute another transition route of covid-19 unless someone is and, and I'm quoting, take a rather close sniff of gas from a patient so i don't know who that might be you know except maybe doctors doing surgery on somebody's butt you know i gotta believe they're kind of in the firing line if you will uh but i'm glad someone (laughs) asked that all-important question another one that didn't make it up to the list uh today uh is the question from pace magazine which is who is mike bloomberg's comedy writer Apparently, uh, Mike has hired someone to write comedy for him. Uh, And uh, now people want to know because they're, you know, a lot of people are swearing he'll never work again. Well, you don't even have to know that. Just read his material. If this is what he's writing, you're right. He'll never work again. Uh, Facebook employee reportedly had to dry blow dry mark zuckerberg's armpits before he gave speeches apparently mark in the category of too much information is a heavy sweater he sweats a lot especially when he's anxious Uh, members of facebook's communication team reportedly had to blow dry his armpits before giving big speeches to get rid of any of his sweat is that possibly true? Do you think this is an actually? I've heard read that headline a couple of times and didn't really want to go too much deeper, but it doesn't yeah. feel like it's a true story, does it? 
It's coming oh, no. from Stephen Levy, who is from Wired magazine in a new book of his. I mean, I would I mean, you know, there's a lot of bad jobs. There's a lot of bad jobs. But if you went to school for communications and you find yourself plugging in the blow dryer behind stage and you're like, OK, Mark, lift up your arms. You spent way too much money on schooling, way too much money. And you might be praying for Could somebody cough on me? I hear that coronavirus might be more pleasant than this. Um, pursued by deputies, a a woman um, running from sheriff deputies. Uh, she she uh, ran into a front door, uh, and her her father was there, and her father said, "No, nah, you." You can search the trailer. You can search everywhere. Look in the bedrooms. Look everywhere. She's not here. Uh, they didn't see any sign of her. Uh, they didn't know how she, um, you know, how she just disappeared until they heard a little bit of a whimpering uh, coming from behind the door of his gun safe. He apparent she apparently had uh, uh, got into the safe and locked herself in. Uh, accidentally, I don't know how you would do that, but accidentally locks herself into the safe. Um, they uh, they had Dad open up the safe for, her, and she was relieved that the police were there, so they could call an ambulance. Uh, here's the latest uh, from New York City. Apparently, you know the plastic bag thing. You know, you're not supposed to have plastic bags. So now New York City is saying. Uh, you gotta get creative, but you still have to pick up your dog poop. So we're being told by one government agency that our dogs can get sick, the coronavirus, that it it can be passed in feces, uh, even farts, I hear, uh, and don't touch it. But New York is saying you can't use a plastic bag, but you're still gonna have to pick it up. Don't you love New York? You're listening to Glenn Beck.